I would love, love, love to see our logos, our logo on banners of those big meets um, that we see all the time, you know, just because they, they support our values. So, you know, the more people that we get involved and the bigger that we get, you know, more people that we make aware, um, our message does resonate with tons of people. So, I mean, to be able to just make the sport of powerlifting better, um, that, I mean, for anyone that just, that's what I hope that we can accomplish. Welcome to the future is female powerlifting. A show where women of all strengths can explore the world of female powerlifting. I'm your host, Heidi Donnell, a 60 kilo powerlifting gym owner, and each episode we bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you unlock your true inner strength potential. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha, my beautiful friends, and welcome. We are on episode 73, and if you're keeping track, we are having a ball with these episodes. And this year, I feel like I'm going to finish it out real nice and strong. And today on our lineup, we have the women of the main event project. And it was so awesome to have all these ladies here. And let me tell you, it was really funny to gather that many women. (laughs) So there's, you know, there's a good amount of us all together on a call. It was just hilarious. Um, It was insightful. I felt like energized from them, you know, having them all together. These women are jet setters. They are putting things forward and making it happen. You know, I think a lot of times, and I I talk about this in the episode, is we we hear a lot of people say, I want to do this, I want to do that, especially when it comes to business, like as being an entrepreneur. Um, But they just said it and then freaking did it like the next day. (laughs) So, you know, these ladies are a force to be reckoned with. And I'm really excited um, to have you all listen to what they want to do and what their plans are for the main event project. Like, what is the main event project? What is their mission? What are their values? What do they hope to accomplish even a year from now? We totally get into it. And I did want to highlight some meets that are coming up that are women-only meets. And if you think of one or if you know of one that I did not announce here today because there's only a few, um, if you know of one that's going to be coming up in the next uh, couple months, send me a message. I was trying to look for some and I didn't get too many, Um, but I did want to talk about the next one that will be coming up in December 5th is the USBA Femme Feats of Strength. And that is December 5th. And that is a women's-only meet. The people who put it on are fabulous. It's a great meet. I've heard so much good things about it. And Chico is the one who's running that. Also, the Pro-Am, of course, Laura Phelps Pro-Am in Cincinnati. Hello, people. In Cincinnati, Ohio, April 9th and 10th of next year. The Pro-Am, for those of you who do not know, the Pro is a professional. Am is the amateur. Um, And it's a combination meet. I am going to go next year. I'm putting that on my calendar. I'm going to be there. We talk about it today in the episode, and I'm really excited to make that something that's going to happen next year. And one I was just notified about by Micah himself, Bad Bitches Only, July 2nd, 2022. It's a women's only meet located at the Fight or Quit Gym in Las Vegas. So Micah Marino and Steph Powell, it's a WRPF meet. Um, You can visit Fight or Quit. Uh, to hear more about it. However, they should have a um, 
registration open next week. Registration for the other ones are already open. So if you are interested, visit those web pages. Just Google it and it'll pop up. And this podcast is brought to you by my gym, Core Strength and Performance, where we live through strength. And if you are interested in online training, you need some guidance, hit me up, core256.com. That's C-O-R-E, 256.com. And if you want to shop some of our apparel, you can visit thefuturesfemalepowerlifting.com and get some shirts. We got flags, we got mugs. If you get it in before the beginning of December, we can get it printed and sent to you for Christmas. I am loving the stuff that we have right now. I'm like super into it. So anyways, you support the show when you do stuff like this. It allows me to take these trips and be present and and have this podcast going, which I love. And I, I thank you all so much for your support. And for every time that you reach out to me when you're listening to the podcast, when you're a new listener, or you're just, you know, refreshed by it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's get into it with the ladies of the main event project. <laughs> we have been doing exercises, yeah. vocal exercises. I used to do those, no joke. I used to do like New York. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. I know there was something I used to do in drama, but I don't remember. But it was like, I don't have a strong voice. Yeah, that that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am really excited because I feel like you ladies have gotten a lot of traction lately. Um, and I feel that you opened up the main event project with like a bam, you know, like, <laughs> right. I mean, like you've had only a few posts, you got all these followers, you'll have so many people who are uh, behind you with everything. Um, let's kind of get into who all of you are and what you've been doing and how you got into this. But Leah, let's start off with you. Who are you? Like, who are you in powerlifting and, and why do we want to want to know more about you? Um, I'm a new Leah Reichman. I train out of sweatshop in Cincinnati. Laura Phelps is my coach. Um, I'm a multiply. So equipped lifter. Um, I don't know. I recently just squat 925 pounds. Holy guacamole. <laughs> no big deal. That was pretty cool. Dang. Um, Fuck. yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, hopefully just continue to chase some records and go from there. <laughs> That's awesome. I would have led with the squat. I would have introed, okay, <laughs> my name is Leo, by the way. I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so awkward about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but you don't need to be. Just I'll, say the number and be like, next. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I can drop, I can actually drop my mic if you'd like. Like, we can do that. <laughs> You should have had you go last because no one's going to want to follow that. Yeah, right. But, yeah. So speaking of follow-up, Allison, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about um, you. <laughs> so I'm Allison Hind. I live in upstate New York. My home gym is Blood Iron Barbell out in Syracuse, New York. Um, Rita West has been my coach for a very long time. Um, also coached by Kyle Sheridan out in Rochester. Um, my kind of home away from home is Atlantic city barbell down in New Jersey, because that's where my boyfriend, um, lives and trains. Um, as far as what I've done with lifting, I have a top 10, uh, raw with wraps total at 165. I'm probably a lot more known for my benching, um, former 148 raw all-time world record holder, 
current 165 raw all-time world record holder. And I also recently crossed over into multiply. So I am the first woman to hold simultaneous raw and equip bench world records. Wow. That's, that's badass. I think that was a good follow-up. I'm just going to point that out. (laughs) And what do you do for a living? Yeah, I'm a social worker. I'm a therapist in a substance abuse program. Um, Second career, made the switch a few years ago and really love it. That's wonderful. Amber, we've had you on the show, but maybe you can just give me a little elevator pitch uh, who you are. Yeah, um, I'm Amber Hansen. I My home gym is the Dirty Gym in Dayton, Ohio, but I live and train out in Northern Virginia at Unleashed Strength. Um, I'm an equipped and raw lifter, so I'd like to kind of play both sides of that that game with uh, both of those things. And uh, yeah, I just like lifting weights, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, we all. Don't we all? <laughs> and Miss Lift Like Mommy. I just love, I love that handle. I'm going to tell you right now because it's like my kids will say that sometimes like, oh, you just lift it like mommy. And I just thought, oh, that's so clever. <laughs> Tara, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So I'm Tara Duncan. I train out of CTX Barbell in Orlando. Alan Pilly is my coach. Um, I am currently multiply. I hold absolutely no records <clears throat> and both known for being a potato and for dancing on the, but you know, that's, that's one day. They're really good things to be known for. Yeah. I TBH. will say that <laughs> the dancing rules. It gives me life. Do you really yeah. dance on the platform? Um, yeah, well, now it's to the point where I get called out if I don't. That just happened like last week at a meet. So they're, they're, they like yell at me until I do. Um, but it's fun. I like to have a good time. Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, <laughs> you know, in the end, we all want to have a good time. Um, well, you know, I think everybody wants to know what is the main event project and why did you guys start this? Like, what was your thought process and why did you want to move the main event project? So I can talk a little bit about um, who we are, but I'll leave it to Leah to talk more about like how we came together and how that happened. Um, but we are an organization that's promoting empowerment, education, and equality in strength sports, um, mainly powerlifting for now, just because that's where you know all of us know the most and spend the most time. Um, I think, you know, if you look at the numbers, women's powerlifting has really exploded over the last decade or so, just in terms of the numbers of people who are coming into the sport and staying in the sport. And I think there have been a lot of strides made that really recognize that. But at the same time, um, you know, traditionally powerlifting has been pretty male dominated. And I think there are some places where we're still kind of treated more as a warm-up act or like a sideshow, which you can kind of see references in our shirts. Yeah. And the idea behind the name is to bring women's powerlifting forward to a place where we are also part of the main event and not treated as more of a warm-up act. Yeah, that's wonderful. And so what are what are your main goals with the main event project? Um, so I can talk a little bit about, about our goals. Um, basically doing a lot of outreach so that there's a lot of federations and meet directors who are already doing a lot of these awesome things that we want to see happening. Um, but there are these little pockets in different places and we've heard, you know, stories from other female lifters 
um, that maybe aren't so great experiences. So our goal is to elevate the rest of powerlifting to those high standards so that women can have a safe meet experience, a fun meet experience. They can be, feel valued and showcased. Um, and we want to do that by raising money and putting money towards those meets, towards sponsorships, towards merch and apparel, and basically just towards like uplifting the sport to make it make it good for our replacements, basically, in the future. Yeah, the next generation. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be more of them. I mean, definitely, definitely coming. Um, and so how did all of you come together? How did you guys make this happen? Like I was saying, it was like, it was like that all of a sudden it was like, I feel like you had all your ducks in line and you guys knew, all right, we have, you know, our look, our logo, our thoughts, our mission, our values, what we want to have. And then it just sort of took off. So how did you guys all come together and come up with this idea in the first place? Well, I think it initially started, uh, I think in August, I kind of had a reaction about, um, a women's champion not being interviewed like three years in a row. And I, I blew up the internet a little bit with it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, so I was receiving a ton of different direct messages. Um, but Tara, Allison and Amber, um, were all, we were all kind of talking about the same things. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to put us all in a group message. And then we just all like, the more we were talking, the more ideas evolved. And then all of a sudden the group message turned into group text. And literally since August, um, we've literally talked every single day about things that we want to see happen, um, things that we want to do. Um, and I mean, it really did snowball very quickly, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I don't think any of us are mad about that any, at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, it all just kind of started with like a, a group, a group message and just kind of went from there. Um, we said we wanted to do something about the discrepancies that we see in powerlifting. Um, so here we are. This is, it's amazing. (laughs) And I think that it shows a lot because there are a lot of people who will have ideas, you know, especially being in business. I see a lot of entrepreneurs and I use that very, you know, loosely, um, but people that say they want to do a lot, but don't actually put the action in and you all really put the action forward to make this move and it's already started like getting the ball rolling. And so I know that you've already accomplished some things so far. So what are some things that you guys already have like checked off on your list? It's crazy. Like, like Leah said, we started talking and um, it's first started with kind of like the idea of, of a letter of kind of compiling some ideas. Um, what Amber and Allison have mentioned about things that we want to see done in the sport at different meets ranging from, you know, just, um, not necessarily having only female flights, um, if possible, so that people can feel integrated and they're like part of things. And then making sure that if there's promotion of lifters or there's prizes for lifters, that they're equal, you know, for males and females, just things like that, that when you write them down on paper and you reread them, you're like, wow, okay, that seems pretty common sense and obvious, but yeah. um, not necessarily across the board. So it started there. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, we had a couple of phone calls, um, <laughs> Leah had a panic phone call and we're like, how do we do an LLC? And we're like, <laughs> make a business. And, and <laughs> things that, like, what's a bank account? Like, and, and <laughs> the best thing is that somehow with our different backgrounds, we each have a little something that sort of the other can like 
Allison is so great with data. So is Amber. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll just do social media. Yeah. And, stuff like yeah. That, you know, and, and Leah has all these ideas and she's like, Hey, how about we do this? And the rest of us are like, yeah, we're going to do it. It's done now. So that's kind of <laughs> how we went from a letter to craziness, but it just, it snowballed. Leah had, um, Chad Burnett. He was, I think that's how you say his name, Chadley, whatever. Um, Chadley is not a <laughs> We love you. But um, work on the t-shirts and we're like, hey, you know what? While we're at it, let's let's sell these shirts. Let's let's make things good for people. And then um, we kind of kicked around a couple of ideas about the proceeds. And that's how we kind of came up with the Pro-Am idea where the proceeds are going to go to sponsor an amateur female lifter. We're going to buy the spot. We're going to have people submit um, so that we can select a deserving lifter who would not necessarily otherwise have the opportunity to experience such an amazing, powerful weekend and, you know, take care of them that weekend. And I, I like, I'm, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm so excited about that. <laughs> um, and then the weight class thing kind of came up because uh, Kirsten Skirlog had I don't say anybody's names right, do I? Like, what is that? No, that's right. right. I'm so excited. Um, Amber's like, hey, she's talking about weight classes, and we should talk about weight classes, and this is a thing. And we were like, yes, it is. And Allison's like, I've got all the data. And we're like, Amber's like, well, I'm tired. We're getting more. And, and literally, Amber's like, well, I can't sit on this. We're going on it now. And we were like, okay, we are. And we did. And I don't know why the way I am, but literally, <laughs> but it's an honest representation of how everything has gone. Like somebody wow. says something and the rest of us are like, yes, yes, it is. And then that's so I can just, it's just listening to all you guys, you know, like clearly we see the roles and you know, you, you've got tons of personality, which I love and you're making everybody laugh, which is hilarious. Cause I know that all of you are probably thinking, yeah, that's exactly what was going on when we're like, what's an LLC? That's like my first year of business. I was like, what do you mean I have to do this? What do you mean I have to have a separate account? What do you know, like all these little things that you don't know until you're in it. Um, but you guys did it like you didn't sit on it. And I think this is so amazing that you already started like making changes right away. I mean, within a couple days, right? I mean, I felt like it was less than that. You already had federations that were changing and adding weight classes to women classes, you know, just, just by the people that, you know, who are willing to share this, um, who are willing to, you know, be on, be behind you guys with all of this. So can you tell me a little bit about what are your like current initiatives that you're working on? So the one that we've talked about already and the one that we're probably the most known for or associated with at this point is the weight class issue. Um, so just to give an overview for anyone who's not, you know, kind of familiar with how these things work. Um, in powerlifting on both the men's side and the women's side, you have weight classes up until a certain point, And then above that weight is considered super heavyweight. So on the men's side, super heavyweight is above 308. But on the women's, traditionally, it's only been above 198. Um, and that just leaves a whole lot of space kind of unaccounted for. Um, weight through the population, right, is distributed on a bell curve. So you expect to see fewer people at the outer ends, more people in the middle ends, um, middle parts, sorry. So if we look at weight classes, we would expect to see the same thing. 
where the middleweight classes, like the 148, 165 would be the biggest. And then the smallest and heaviest would have fewer people in them. But if you look at the trends in women's powerlifting, you do kind of see the data, um, the weight classes getting less popular as they get heavier until you get to the super heavyweight. And then you've got all these people clustered in there. So instead of making that bell curve, it kicks back up. Right. Um, and this is a trend that's only been continuing. So if you look at the past 10 years of powerlifting, the smaller weight classes are shrinking in numbers, whereas the heavier weight classes are getting more and more participants. Um, and of course, the reason why powerlifting is a weight class based sport is because generally having more body weight gives you a competitive advantage. And when we have so many people who are competing, weighing, you know, 200 pounds or above, but then you have a 200 pound woman having to compete against a 275 pound woman that just doesn't really seem to be fair. And it just doesn't make a lot of sense given that we think that we do have the numbers of people to support adding those weight classes. So we had this petition. Um, I just checked. We're up to over 4,000 signers already. Like that just exploded. Like I remember the first day we had it out and like our group text back and forth is like, Oh my God, we're up to 500 people. Oh my God, we're up to a thousand people. And it just kept, you know, just like I said, going back and forth as these, these things were exploding. So we also already got a lot of traction with that as far as um, different feds saying they were on board with it. So some feds already kind of have been right. So like um, RPS and XPC have already had 220 and 242. They may expand um, XPS, formerly Herc, that's Rita West's fed. They've already had 220. USPC had 220 and 242. They've voted to add all of them. So they're going to be mirroring the men's weight classes. Um, UPA, SPF, WRPF, and IPA are adding all of them. Um, and some kind of questions that are remaining at this point are APF, USPA. Um, USAPL announced yesterday their... Um, expulsion from the IPF and some of the comments that were going back and forth on their post were like, Hey, are you going to change the weight classes? Cause right now they kind of do their own thing, but their super heavy weight is only like 185 and above. So there's plenty mm -hmm. of room there. So we're also hoping that as they start to rethink, okay, what are we going to look like as a fed now that we're not answering to the IPF that maybe adding those additional opportunities for women would be part of, of what they do. Yeah. I think it would be, not only, a, you know, a great opportunity, but as a business, I think that they need to take a, a look, you know, the numbers are showing and you, it was a perfect example. When you posted that initially, it said 534 women were competing in the USPA are super heavyweight. And there was like 28 that were like the 97 class. Like it was something so absurdly different. Um, that it would make sense to allow room for that because I was telling Amber that I've, I've had just recently. And I think this is why I was so like, initially when you guys put this up, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just had this conversation. And this girl I know who trains with, you know, one of my, she's my client, but she's also a personal trainer. So it's her trainer, her, her client, um, doesn't want to compete because of the weight classes. She even emailed the fed mm -hmm. and said like, you know, I just don't think it's fair. You know, I'm like right over 200, but then I have to compete with somebody who's 308. And we were having this conversation and, and, you know, in there, I'm trying to like encourage her like, hey, don't, you know, don't think about weight classes, just 
don't let that be the first barrier for you because this is, you've never competed before, you know? And, um, but it was fresh on my mind because we were having that conversation. And when this popped up, I was like, oh my goodness. And you don't know how many people have actually reached out to me. I, I showed y'all, I think one, but I've had several and one gave me, she's like, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm blurting this all out, but I've never had anybody to kind of say this to. And now that the subject is up, like, I feel like I can say all these things. Like, look at all the people who took juniors, super heavyweight, all of them were over this weight. All of them had, you know, 300 dots, but then, you know, the 400 dots, like, you know, it, she's like going back and forth with all these things. And I'm like, wow, I didn't, I would have never noticed that, right? Because I'm not really looking at the competition outside of my own uh, weight class. So, um, mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting and brought a lot of light. And I think that, you know, this movement is only going to help with everything else that you guys have going on. So you, I know you have like real data. Amber, are you, are you, did you hire somebody for data? Is that, is that how this went? I actually thought you were doing it like it was you. So it's been like a team effort. So Allison has compiled a lot of information and she actually, what I focused on and yeah, went out and found a data scientist to basically comb through open powerlifting. And I said, I would like to have this like pretty packaged presentation saying these things. And the data analyst was like, okay, cool. Got it. Send me the link. Um, so we have all of the information on like the percentage of growth throughout the past decade, year to year, and all of those proposed, uh, weight classes that would mirror the men's. Um, which is, it's really interesting to see because, you know, in 2011, when we pulled that information, it was like maybe zero 308 pluses. And then like year after year after year, like that is the highest percentage of growth year to year are those ones at the higher end. Granted the, the numbers are lower, but if you're looking at just percentage of growth, it's pretty astounding. Wow. That's amazing. Um, so between that, uh, Allison did something really cool and she pulled men's numbers Because one of the questions that federations will probably ask of like, you know, how does it compare? What does this look like? So, um, that, that was cool to have. Um, and basically we just have it ready to go for some of these federations that we understand it takes a little more time. They're bigger. Um, they have committees, they have other countries that they have to run this by. Um, but like we have it for them to use and in addition to the data, what you were saying just now, Heidi, is the numbers are so important, but then also like people DM us all the time when this was going nuts of like, here's my story. Yeah. Like, I don't want my records up on the gym wall under super heavyweight because it makes me feel self-conscious. Yeah. Like that sucks. That is heartbreaking stuff to hear. And that's not just like a onesie twosie. Right. Or like I had to cut my hair and make 198, like just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's rough. So that combined with the numbers and the petition, like it should be enough that people want it. And Allison made a post the other day, like we are consumers of powerlifting. Yeah. Um, if we're saying like there's a demand for this to happen, then why is it not happening? Yeah. Right. And um, choose your, choose who you consume from appropriately, right? Like we are the consumers. We're not mm-hmm. getting paid for it. They're getting paid. And, you know, I think that we have more leverage as consumers than probably we think as lifters. And I think the petition is a great way to kind of be that social proof of like, hey, this is not just a bunch of us just saying this. There's a lot of people who are behind it and comments after comments after comments. Like, mm-hmm. it was amazing. I felt so happy when I saw Futures Female. I was like, yes, yes. 
this is it. (laughs) That was cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, and I think that that's, um, it's being very powerful in that way. So I know that Tara, you're doing some social media account running and like height teen stuff. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what that's all about. I mean, to be fair, we all, we all get in there, Yeah, but I, uh, I write for a living. I'm a journalist, which I don't talk about much, but I am. And so that's kind of my deal, right? Like right. they want to, they, they're great at numbers. They're great at ideas. And I'm like, okay, but I'll write it. Um, and it's, you know, it's funny because, um, we had sent out or Leah had sent out an email that we, we kind of wrote about to meet directors about, Hey, you know, um, this is what we're kind of looking for. And, one of the meet directors uh, wrote back to Lee and was like, hey, you know, I think um, some traction on social media. And we were already thinking about doing that. But it was like, kind of like, you want you want social media? OK, petition done. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, kind of the way I, I look at it and um, we started to slowly do it as we can um, is for the most part, people, the, what we do, the best part about powerlifting is like the people that you meet and, and the relationships that you form. Yeah. Like with anything else, there's going to be people who are maybe not your favorite people, but for the most part, there's a ton of really amazing people. And that's uh, hands down. I talk about all the time, my favorite part of the sport, um, especially I find it even more so personally in geared powerlifting where people will literally take the gear off their body and give it to you mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, if this is going to make your day better, go ahead. And you're like, yeah. but we're competing against each other. And they're like, no, 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 you're good, man. And <laughs> like, but that's the kind of thing. And so that that's the social media part of it kind of too, just, you know, from afar, like I have actually never met Allison or Leah in person. Right. I've seen, but I've never actually met them. Right. <laughs> I met Amber, but was like super awkward fangirl. Right. So <laughs> We but, met in the bathroom. <laughs> we did. Tara, we saw each other. But we saw okay. each other. But I was like, I can't say hi to Leah. It's Leah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to own a business with her instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the phone all the time now. But if I see her in person, I'm probably going to cry. But um, <laughs> we all will probably. Yeah, absolutely. Will. It's not probably. Um, <laughs> but making people feel part of something. Right. And I mean, yeah. that's, that's what all good social media kind of does. And they kind of, you, you, you talk to people and, and, and you get them to kind of understand where you're at and it's been great. And we try all of us as best we can. I tend to have the most time to play with it, but they, they all do. We, we engage with people because we're doing this for people, you know, like we're not making any money off of this. That's not the point of this. The point of this is to give it back to people and to make things better. So I got to know who you are. I I need to know what you collectively, the people, you know, the things that they want, the experiences that they've had that they didn't like so that we can try to make them better. And, um, you know, we started trying to post different things. Oh, people had a great meet. Let's, let's post them in our stories, things like that. Just like make people feel special. We don't, most of us, 99% of us, we'll never see any kind of reward for any of this other than our participation medal and a smile on our faces. So if we can, if we can do something for other people that makes them feel good, that that's, that's how I come at it. And luckily we're all kind of on the same page of wanting to make people feel good. So that's, we're just, we're just a good little team together. Like it's, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I mean, I think you're making a bigger impact than just for yourself, right? Like that's, I think that's always important that 
especially in powerlifting, I think if you get to a point where, or any sport, I mean, if you're going to be in the sport long enough, um, there's a point where you got to give back in some way, you know, and I think you all have found your skill set and joined together with, you know, the, the pizzazz and the, the energy that you all have, have made this move. So it's really, I love to see how this is moving along. And I know y'all got shirts that you're selling. Are you still selling them? Cause I pre-ordered it. I just want everybody to know I pre-ordered it the first day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're selling shirts and maybe you can tell me a little bit about this because you have two shirt themes. One is same challenge, same reward. And I'd like to hear a little bit more about this, uh, why you chose these things. And the next one is not just a sideshow. So the t-shirts, uh, one of my training partners and best friends, Chad Burdett, he, you know, he, I was texting him while all this was going on initially. And he was just like, we got to make shirts. Like he works for uh, headline strength, um, here in Cincinnati. He makes clothing for school, high schools and stuff like that. Anyways. Um, and he just loves to be creative in that type of way. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And he's like, well, what are you guys thinking? Because I think initially when we first started, we were just like, how do we like start raising money, like to make things for like a fundraiser? Um, I'm like, everybody likes to buy t-shirts. Everybody needs t-shirts. <laughs> um, so the same challenge, same reward is, you know, um, and I think Allison was the one who initially brought it up to me. I haven't really experienced it a whole lot myself personally. Um, but for example, um, women competing against men for a prize pot, um, you know, like I think it was a, a USAPL meet, I think, right, Allison, um, yeah. where it was the pot, there was two prize pots and it was for heavyweight and medium weight men to compete for one and then lightweight men and women to compete for the other. And, mm. you know, that I think that happens more often than not. Um, when this all first started, I received tons of messages of women saying like, you know, one girl in particular, she said it was my first powerlifting meet ever. And there were only a few girls and the meet director said, Oh, sorry, we don't even have a best lifter award for women. Cause there's not enough of you and just stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know it's just like a medal or, you know, they didn't even, they didn't even announce it at the end. They just did uh -uh. The, me the men's best lifter. She's like, Luckily, I didn't let that discourage me. <laughs> she goes, but I could see how it would for other women if that was their first competition. Um, so I think that kind of brought up the, you know, same challenge, same reward type of aspect is, I mean, it's, it is 2021, but we are still seeing that happening yeah. in some of these powerlifting competitions and meets, um, or even like payouts, you know, money, like money meets, like the men are still have getting more like prize money than women in the same meet. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that's like, it's just a bummer um, to hear about or to see. And then of course, you know, um, not just the sideshow. I think we talked about that a little bit more, you know, like not just treating us as like the warm up act for the men. Right. Um, that's why it was like, you know, integrating men and women in the flights, you know, by, um, attempts, you know, like what their attempts are, you know, just keeping everyone involved. And also by doing that, like, we're just showing like, Hey, we can do what the guys can do. Yeah. Like we can lift just as much, if not more than the guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I love that. I, you know, I would have never thought of actually integrating the two. Well, okay. So yeah. I love that. I got the same challenge. Wait, 
Yeah, I got same challenge, same reward, uh, because I had noticed that in the past. And I think one of the few times where I, I, I noticed when it was different, I guess I was just surprised was a Kern when the Kern had the same payout for both. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good because that's a lot of fucking money, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, that's, yeah. that's awesome to have that. And you're doing, yeah. Amber, you're doing, there's a giveaway with Lifting Large, correct? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. So it wasn't exactly with them as sponsoring it. So I'm a lifting large athlete. So this is kind of like one of the examples that we have all these ideas that will just get thrown out there and we're like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. Go. What do we need to do? And this happened randomly. I got like kickback. So I'll get kickback when people use my code and like gift card form. Yeah. And I'm like, I have a gift card. Let's raffle this off. Let's create some like likes and let's get some people going. Um, I messaged Mike and Teal, the owners of Lifting Large. And I was like, hey, you guys cool with this? They're like, yeah, we can like parse it out, make it different amounts, whatever you want. Um, So I thought that was really cool to be able like something extra that we could give the folks that are supporting us. And like open the door to like show maybe other companies who yeah. want to do the same thing. Maybe. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> no, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. And then they also reached out and were like, hey, do you have any, like we're having like a table at, was that IPL? Mm-hmm. Is that USPA? Mm-hmm. IPL Drug Tested Nationals out in California. And they're yeah. like, do you have like a, a sign or anything that we can hang up? We're like, heck Yeah. One day later, a ship overnight um, to get there. And they like are giving out stickers and like pushing the name, which oh, I think is up. really That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. But we've gotten that much support. Just like, I don't want to say it's not blind support. And obviously people have our, our mission resonates with them and what we're trying to do. But it's been so cool that everyone's like, yep, say no more, fam. Got you. Yeah. Like, let's go share, like, comment, yeah. whatever. Well, I think, um, I think that so you guys, really cool. you guys all have, uh, I hate maybe, clout. I don't know if that's the correct word or term, but you know, you're all ex- network. Yes. You got networks and people trust you. I think that's a big one, right? So they trust you and your, and what you probably all of you stand for. And so to hear something like this, that it sounds, you know, like you're just trying to help, um, who wouldn't get behind that, I think, you know, and, and, um, when we were talking about the emails that are going out, um, have you guys already sent these emails out to meet directors and, and how is that, how is that looking? Um, yeah, I've been sending them out to all meet directors, you know, um, they're, of course they're all on board. We literally just had one that I had reached out to, um, a hellbent barbell out in Connecticut they're hosting a meet in March and they're like, Hey, you know, will you be a part of this meet with us? Cause we stand by what you guys want and stand for. I'm like, absolutely. Um, so a lot of positive feedback from all of the meet directors. I think Tara is working on something, um, for them. Tara, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So one of the things that, um, we kind of talked about this week is, um, because between the four of us, you know, we know a lot of meat directors, but we don't necessarily know everybody. And sometimes like there's someone new that kind of comes in and wants to host a meet. And we think, we think that's great. It's all part of the sports growth. So I, what um, I'm working on is kind of coming up with um, something that we're going to post on social media that kind of puts together those, those pillars, if you will, that of the things that we're looking for, because we have kind of like a required part of it 
in order to be um, an endorsed meet by us. And then there's some things that we we know may or may not be possible given, you know, circumstances like um, if if there's female announcers or female spotters and loaders that want to take part to allow them to be part. But we know that they don't always exist everywhere. Right. So we can't fault you if they're not even, you know, if they don't exist, of course. So um, things like that. And then what we want to do is, is have that um, available that meet directors can reach out to us and be like, hey, I'm holding this event. This is what we're doing. And we can be like, okay, cool. And have like a running highlight on our stories of all the current meets that we're endorsing as I, I, for lack of a better term, female friendly, that, that we know that um, our athletes are going to be treated equally because it's not about bringing men down. It's just about being on the same level. So right. that's, that's really where we are with that. And, um, but that way, you know, because there have been instances where um, I've heard of athletes and you know, that we've kind of all kind of heard where there's, there's not a lot of female lifters and, and maybe it's their first meet and they haven't been doing it that long and they don't have a coach and they're intimidated and they're whatever people only grow if they have that experience. So in this way, to know that you're going to be in a place where you're respected, we think that that could go a long way in even growing the sport, um, for, for women. And even, you know, even there's some men who might be starting out that, you know, Oh, well, I'm not as strong as that guy. Should I, should I, I mean, we want everybody to feel like they belong. Right. So that's kind of, you know, whoever you are, we want you to feel like you belong. So that's that way you'd be able to find you know, a place where you could say, oh, okay, main event project says, you know, these three events. Okay, well, this one's close to me, so I'll do this one. Great. Yeah. We yeah. have some out. That's, that's amazing. I, I love that because then it's like you're endorsing it. You're saying that they're going to meet the certain values that you guys have and that they're going to be, you know, welcoming. Um, so put me on the list because I'm a meet director for USBA. So <laughs> check that in there, please. Yes. <laughs> Done. Um, Allison, can you tell me a little bit about what are your future initiatives and what you guys are going to see for the future? I mean, what are the plans? Yeah. So one of the things, um, we're going to obviously continue to, um, you know, push for the more weight classes, um, you know, try to get more feds on board. So that becomes more of the norm than something you actually have to like, you know, look for and, and check the registration form. Um, we're also working on um, a scholarship, a sponsorship for the pro-am. Um, I don't know if Amber and Leah, you guys might want to talk about that a little bit more. So the pro-am's really cool. This was Leah's idea. Um, and she's out in Cincinnati at the sweatshop with Laura Phelps, who runs the women's pro-am every year. Um, and the idea was we all just adore that meet so much. It is like prime women's power. It's called women's power weekend. Um, I am dying to go. Let me just tell you, I've been, Oh my gosh. I wanted to go the other year and then I want to just be there. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. I need to just be there and absorb all of this because I've just, everybody talks about it. And I told Laura, I interviewed her like a year and a half ago, but I told her I need to go. I've heard so many good things. It's incredible. And that's why we were like, we all think the same thing. Like every female lifter should have a chance to either lift or at least be there and witness what goes on at the pro-am. So idea like, Hey, let's buy a pro-am slot for amateur day and let like sponsor an amateur lifter to go lift there. Use that money that we raised from the t-shirts and donations and 
like pay for their food, their flight, like get them there, someone who is deserving and wouldn't otherwise have the means to do that so that they can be like, shit, I got to go to the pro-am. Like I got to have this experience and like be with my sisters and like have a sick weekend. Um, so that was like one of our super exciting, like rollout things that we wanted to like come out with a bang on. Well, that is so um, awesome. And I already know one person off the top of my head that is, you know, that wanted to compete and, you know, it is expensive, you know, you got to pay for all of that mm-hmm. and not everybody has those means. So, I mean, I, I, that is super exciting. That's something that we would have been able to do without Laura's support. Cause I mean, especially that mm-hmm. amateur day that sells out like that. Wow. So we definitely appreciate that she's willing to give us the opportunity to send someone. That's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then you guys are going to sweeten the the prize, I guess, the prize pots for some meat directors. Is that part of what you want to do as well? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, we've yet to like iron out all the details of that, but like we definitely want to use like those meat directors who are on board, who like main event project has endorsed. Like if they're giving away prize money, we want to be able to like put money towards prize pots or towards those meats to make them better. Um, basically just fund things to make them better for female lifters, powerlifting in general yeah, um, is the goal there. And then the other like stream of funding is we want to work with like um, Jimmy Kolb and his wife have a scholarship that they do, or they're starting this year for young lifters. It's basically giving them a thousand dollars to use it towards meets for the year, equipment, whatever they need so they get their door or their foot in the door for the sport and like help them out through the year. And we want to try, um, and put money towards that, towards sponsoring young female lifters and giving them a scholarship for the year to power lift. That is amazing. Um, so, and you guys are going to be doing this all through selling merch. Um, I know you're doing a collab. Can you talk, Amber, can you talk a little bit about that collab? Oh, this is in its infancy. Okay, so I'm not supposed to say anything okay. once. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're good. Um, we well, we talked about it. We all think it's a cool idea, and I think Kate's cool with it too. So, um, but Kate Kolb is Jimmy's wife. She owns a company called Melon Tops, and she makes like T-shirts, bags, like all kinds of really cool merchandise and stickers cool. and whatnot. And she makes these um, words of affirmation card decks with like powerful female drawings that she'll like draw like lifters or whatever on them. And it'll say like a really nice thing, like something that makes you feel good that day. Um, so she was like, can I make a powerlifting specific one and like collab with main event project? And I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Let me ask. I'm sure they will be all cool with it. Um, that's another project that we have coming down the pipeline. There's a lot of them. But that's, that's amazing. I mean, with all the, I'm pretty excited. This has only been, I mean, since you guys, since inception, which would be August, you've had all of this, it's already got traction, which is kind of crazy. Imagine a year from now, what it's going to be like. What, what do you guys foresee a year from now? Oh man, (laughs) that's a great question. What do you, what do you hope to see a year from now from main event project? What are some things that you hope will be done with the main event project and maybe some things in the future. I, me personally, I hope that uh, of course more weight classes are added. Um, I would love, love, love to see our logos, our logo on banners of those big meets um, that we see all the time, you know, just because they, 
they support our values. So, you know, the more people that we get involved and the bigger that we get, you know, more people that we make aware, um, our message does resonate with tons of people. So, I mean, to be able to just make the sport of powerlifting better, um, that, I mean, for anyone that just, that's what I hope that we can accomplish. And I think that we're slowly working towards that. Um, well, I mean, not so slowly, we have a lot, <laughs> Very but, <quickly. laughs> but yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, just worldwide, um, that would be, that would be huge. Um, yeah. I want to use this as an opportunity to, to recruit women into powerlifting. Like I want to, cause we have all these numbers that what it looks like in 2021, like a year from now, I want to see those go up. Like, I want to be like, Hey, have you heard of this project? Like, have, do you like powerlifting? You like to lift weights? Like, let's go do a meet <laughs> type of deal and like try and recruit and just make it bigger through our outreach. I think that's, that's totally doable. Yeah, totally. What about you, Tara? Yeah, oh, I was just laughing because I, the way she said that, I just like pictured us knocking on doors. Like, hi, have you heard of power? We'd like to tell you. About I will literally do that. I will absolutely do that. <laughs> I do not doubt that whatsoever. And it's freaking fantastic. Avon lady. You know, I, I literally, I hustle people in, in their DMs. <laughs> I don't think that I don't do it. Like I see a strong gym lift. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Have you thought of competing? I'm the, I'm the same way. Like our, our gym, uh, we have 13 people competing next weekend and 11 of them are women. And like 90% of yes. our gym are, are, are women. And I think our oldest competitor is 65. Uh, our youngest is 22. Um, but all of them never, ever, ever thought they were going to power lift. Like they came to my gym to, you I know, love it. lose weight and you feel better, them. you know, feel stronger. And then it was like, slowly but surely you know like hey you ever deadlift you know and uh, yeah and now it's like it's so awesome for me because the day I put um like a records board up behind me there were like five records on there right like five names that's it and I was like oh my gosh this is like a big deal I never thought I would have anybody who even wants to power lift at a at a gym you know like this where I can use that as my money like that we make income like people are coming to us for this and then it blew up and it's like I love that. So I am all the time, like I just tried to sway somebody today. I was like, hey, so, you know, Core Wars is in August of next year. You know, you, I know you just started, but how do you feel about it? She's like, oh, yeah, do you think time. I'll be? Yeah, I was like, that's more than enough time. All you need to do is a bar. <laughs> Allison, what about you? What do you what do you see for main event project a year from now? In addition to the things um, that everyone else already mentioned, this meet director thing is a really big deal for me um, because of past experiences I've had. I find myself getting to the point where if I sign up for a meet and I see them advertising like, Oh, this cash prize or this reward, whatever. I kind of instinctively find myself wondering like, Oh, is that going to be equal for men and women? Or am I going to get there and find out that like, really that's the dude's prize. And then the women are kind of left with like something smaller. Um, which, you know, not, not that the only reason to do powerlifting is to get rewards. It's just that, you know, we want them to be divided equally. So I would really love there to be a situation where because of the work we've done with meet directors and because of all the communication we've had, you don't have to wonder anymore. Yeah. If you can know if I'm signing up for one of these meets by all these different directors and all these different feds. I know that when I walk through that door, 
I am going to have the experience of being given the same respect as any other lifter. And I'm not going to have to go home at the end of the night being like, man, how come they didn't announce the best women's lifter or how come only the guys got, you know, this sort of, um, you know, attention or praise or recognition. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that would be amazing. Cause you never, you never really know, right? Like Leah, what you were saying, like, you know, there wasn't even a best lifter for the female, which to me as a meat director, I would have gave my meat director, like there's a discretionary meat director medal or, you know, prize or whatever that I would hope that they would have something in reserve there to give out. But, um, yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. So, um, for the people who are listening, never heard main event project, never heard of this, never heard of any of that. How can they, um, help you? How can they be a part of this? What can they do to help you and help your, your project? Reach out to us. So we've got our Instagram page, um, main event project. Um, you know, as Tara already talked about, we're pretty active on that page. If you send us a DM, someone, probably Tara, but maybe, maybe <laughs> one of the um, one of us will absolutely be getting back to you. Um, so if you have ideas that you feel like really fit in with our mission, let us know and we will absolutely help out if we can. Um, if you just want to reach out to us and say, hey, you know, I, I would really like to get some stuff going in my area. What can I do? We'll answer you on that too. Um, I just wanted to say on our, on our Instagram page, we also have a Facebook page because we know that, um, not everybody has Instagram. So if you have Facebook, same thing, main event project, um, we do have, um, on our, on our profile on Instagram, there's um, a link that you can click on and you can sign the petition to add, uh, weight classes. Um, Allison mentioned earlier, it's over 4,000 signatures, but, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of the smaller feds on board, but like we said, we still have to get out, get after those big ones and the more support, um, is definitely going to help. Um, there's also a link, um, as we continue to roll out different merch and different things, um, those links are there as well. And then we do have a link. Um, we've had two extremely gracious, um, and, and sizable donations straight to us already. Um, that I think all four of us or okay, just me cried about, but, um, oh, I cried. <laughs> I definitely cried. But once again, I mean, that that's all going for, for this, for this cause. Um, and we have had a couple of other, uh, companies and a couple of other individuals reach out and say, you know, Hey, I fully intend on, you know, being part of this financially when, when I'm able to, you know, let me know, or, Hey, I want to help a lifter out or, Hey, this, that, um, and that, then honestly, I mean, I don't think you've seen four strong grown women gush in a, in a, in a text. <laughs> like we're all like, Oh my God, like, it's crazy. But um, like, it means so much. Like we just can't wait to get some of this into the hands of people and like, see them smile and just like, no, like, okay, we did something good for someone. Like we're so happy. It's yeah. just, crazy. that's wonderful. I'm going to uh, lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am so excited for all that you all are doing. And I want want to thank you because I think that we need more of this, more people who are using their own talents and resources and their time. And you guys are, you know, you're taking away from your own living pretty much to go and do this. And this is something that's going to be able to help so many lifters 
I mean, I can only imagine five years from now what this impact will be, right, for for lifters from mm-hmm. this point on. So I want to thank you all for joining me today and really having this available for everybody. And I will, of course, have all the links in our show notes so you all can find each of our lifters. Um, you can sign the petition. You can get their new shirts that come out and maybe some uh, banners so I can hang in my gym. Uh, any sort of... Or deadlift socks. I don't know. But there's just so many possibilities. I feel like I should like, yes, let's get all that going. But yeah, I want to thank you guys again for for joining me today. Thank Thank you you so much. much.